Three, two, one. Okay, we're back. Shop Liver is back on air. It only took about two years. We took a little <laughs> two-year break. Listen, were some we the last happen. episode? No, I think my last episode was a solo um, on the eve of playing United like two years ago. I remember I was actually in Dallas because uh, I got fucked over on a flight. Uh, and I was yeah. like, I'm so bored. I might as well just record a shop live. And then I never did again until today. <laughs> so we're back. Uh, Marcel Kaufman. Also Can't here. Wait. Maybe, can we just remind people of your allegiances, Kaufman? Maybe you go first and then Marcel. Yeah. Um, well, Ari, long time listener, first time caller. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, I am a Chelsea supporter through and through. Captain America, Todd Bowley, all day. Um, but yeah, currently a DC resident. So that's what's going on here. Dude loves America. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big Liverpool fan. Been been a fan for for years now. It's uh, <laughs> been through some better times than lately, but it's all right. Um, but yeah, big Liverpool fan. Currently living in New York, so love it. We got New York, DC. I'm in Chicago. I'm a Liverpool fan, uh, as you know by the name of the podcast. And uh, if you don't know, there's a big match coming up on Saturday. It's been called the Battle of Mid slash Mid Off. Uh, Chelsea versus Liverpool at 6:30 a.m. Uh, Your time, Eastern time, my time, time. 7:30 a.m. Yeah. Eastern. Uh, <laughs> fucking brutal. Uh, but listen, you yeah. got to make sacrifices for your club. So uh, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into Chelsea's ridiculous transfer policy. I mean, I've my jaw's been on the floor for a while. We're gonna get into Liverpool's lack of a transfer policy. Then we're going to talk about the game. It's going to focus mostly on them uh, and a little bit of other Premier League stuff. Before we get into that, just want to recap some like big things that have happened in the last two years. Is that cool? You guys are okay with that? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. First of all, Messi's a World Cup champion. It has to be said. Uh, go, right? Undisputed? For sure. It's been a while. Yeah, I, think I, don't so. think, I don't think he needed a World Cup to to you know cement his legacy i think messi won ronaldo too been that way for, for the last decade so it's good that he got the the golden ronaldo ball over pele yeah i'd say so i mean i've never watched pele but hard to imagine you know pele was playing for the the freaking new york cosmos by the time I mean, it was ronaldo's age you never watched jordan but you take him over lebron right that's a different uh, story. I know. I know Marcel's yeah. taking LeBron. I'm not taking LeBron. I'm a big MJ fan. After the last dance, <laughs> All that right. clutch gene in him. All wow. right. That clutch gene. True. Some people have it. Some people don't. Uh, another thing that happened: Ronaldo to United saga. Going back, returning as a hero. Uh, it's like that Dark Knight quote: "Live long yourself." Live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Ronaldo was chased out of there with brooms. I think any United fan would have driven him to the airport personally. Uh, and now he's playing in Saudi Arabia. Fall yeah. from grace. 
it was kind of like a uh, a whole fiasco united i felt like it felt like a reality tv show at some points i mean the every other week it was like whether he was getting subbed off the you know he wouldn't start a game so he'd start pouting on the bench or if it was like you know controversy surrounding them and it was it was a nightmare i think it was I think it was better for both parties, honestly, that he left. And really what I thought was going to happen was he was going to take an ownership stake and uh, and go back to Portugal. But mm. hey, I don't know if they just like couldn't figure that out or he was just kind of desperate to play football until the summer or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I guess Saudi Arabia is fine. I mean, in terms of, you know, the monetary side of things, it's like great for him, obviously. Um. Interesting. Yeah, I think there's a pretty good chance that this is the last time we've ever seen Ronaldo play on national television uh, following the, mm. the World Cup exit. But it was pretty sad to see that he was all lined up to go to go to a city and United, you know, recruited him to come back and, and it went so poorly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it would have I find it hard to believe, you know, Sporting wouldn't have taken him back in uh, in Portugal. Or something like that. I mean, yeah. signing Ronaldo, person personality aside, football ability aside, I mean, you're signing a like an international icon. I mean, the money that he must bring in just by being on your team is insane. Which is why I think you know Al Nasser was willing to pay so much for him, but or rather spend so much on his wages. But anyway, fall from grace that happened two years ago. Elite <laughs> player, no longer. Uh Let's see. Liverpool lost the Champions League to Real Madrid. Fuck that, man. That hurt. Yeah, it was definitely a tough game. I thought Liverpool were, you know, a bit of the better team for the most part. But, you know, kind of similar to what uh, some of the same problems they have now is they just they don't have a lethal finisher and Mm -hmm. they have a lot of chances. And sometimes they'll, you know, go ahead and dominate games. But, you know, credit to Madrid, they put their uh, chance away. But yeah, it's tough. And I remember the whole fiasco with the fans getting into the stadium early on. I don't know if maybe that, like, you know, I don't know if that hurt Liverpool or anything, but, you know, certainly was in the back of the minds of some people. I remember, uh, I think it was Matip's like, wife was, might have been pregnant or something. She was getting like, pepper sprayed. It was a whole, I don't know, it was a whole fiasco, like looting going on after the match. Just like some of these French <laughs> hooligans. This <laughs> is Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> It happened. I mean, that was a real thing. I listen. I don't know if you can blame blame the Champions League loss. I mean, Real Madrid just like perennial Champions League performers. Like they know how to get it done on a level every single year. So I don't blame them. And of course, <laughs> uh, you know, luck be on our side. We have Real Madrid and Liverpool in the next round of the Champions League in February. So I think we all know how that's going to go. Are, are you um, worried about them? Uh, to be worried, you'd have to have some level of expectation. I, I'm not worried. I know that huh. we're going to lose. Right. I don't know. Anything can happen in the Champions League. Liverpool. Uh, are they getting? Are they getting anyone back from injury, or is it? What, Maybe what you see is what you get. Like... Potentially Jota, right? And yeah. Firmino. Yeah. Definitely not Luis Diaz. No, not yet. Um. I mean, with our mid, we'll get. Listen, we'll get yeah. into all of them. Full <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, but uh, I, I'm not optimistic. Uh, all right, 
gonna go through the the rest of the what's happened quickly. Sunderland promoted to the Champions League. I want Chop Liver to give a Sunderland check every single episode from now on. <laughs> I don't know how many episodes it's gonna be, but we're gonna check in on Sunderland. Last time we were talking, they were in the third division. Now they're in the second. They're climbing back up. Uh, that documentary on Netflix that came out. Uh, it's like I forget what it's called. Until I die. Um, yeah. Sunderland until I die. So sick. Sunderland until I, I just, die. I just yeah. want the best for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham still hasn't won a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that should be that surprising, though. I mean, look at the spending of some of the other clubs. But it is a little surprising that they haven't been able to win, like, a Carabao Cup or some, you know, one of these, like, Mickey Mouse things. <laughs> Mickey Anything. Mouse trophies. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's got a feel for Kane a little bit there. But it is what it I, is. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised if Kane stays – through the summer. Yeah. Really? What's it? I mean, he was rumored to leave this past summer. So, I mean, huh. who do you think he would go to? Uh, yeah, who would he go to? See him like replacing I, Benzema at Real Madrid. United, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. I, I would think Benzema oh, think Real Madrid. Madrid. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, how, I, like I know Benzema just won the Ballon d'Or, but it's like, how many more years can he really have left? Yeah, he's 35, 30, yeah. 34, 35, getting up there. I mean, Kane is – well, Kane, you would think he's he'd be older, but he's not. He's like thir- 29, 30. Right. He's yeah. still a few good years. I don't know, man, but, like, he's a generational player. and It's getting to the been... – Yeah. Yeah, it's getting to the point that if he doesn't leave now, like the Spurs project, like overhaul, whatever ends up happening, uh, it's going to take too long for him, like, you know, to to be around for them to really start competing. I mean, they they have to drop, like, you know, I'm not even joking, like maybe, you know, half a billion dollars to get players to, you know, really compete for, for you know, every trophy every year. And I don't know if they'll ever, you know, do that with, with the ownership group. Yeah, I mean, that game today was despicable um, from their perspective. You're up 2-0 yeah. at halftime, you lose 4-2. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we could talk about Tottenham, too. We could get into yeah. that, but we won't get into too much. Uh, they stink. Um, okay, last one. Uh, Early Holland is here, and he's him. That's, that's all I have to offer on that. Um, he is probably going to break the Premier League record. Be pretty surprising if he didn't. Previously yeah. held by Mo Salah. Yeah. What is the record? Thirty-two. Is that yeah, right? I want to say. Yeah. Shatter it. I think it is. He's and on yeah, twenty-one right now, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he's and gonna it's... crush it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. He's on twenty-two goals. Um, and it's mid-January. We're just and... halfway. Halfway, yeah. Yeah. Exactly halfway. It's crazy. That was, <laughs> I mean, video game numbers. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think we've caught everybody up on what happened. There's There's been a lot of other stuff that's happened too. Listen, this podcast, we can't go that in depth, okay? We got to stay very surface level. We're not that smart, and we are not willing to put in the research to catch you up on everything that's happened in the last two years. Sorry. Oh, there was a war in Ukraine. That's it. That's the only thing I, I'll offer. Um, <laughs> Good point. All right. So 
mainly want to talk about Chelsea and Liverpool, and I want to start with Chelsea. And I, I, I can I go on a rant for a second? Please, by all means. Okay. Uh... I, 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 I literally my jaw is on the floor by the Mikhailo Mudrik um, <laughs> transfer. So. Recently transferred from Shakhtar Donetsk, definitely butchering that, but uh, in Ukraine, he's a Ukrainian player. Um, Chelsea paid $100 million for him recently. Now, Mikhail Mudrik last year was relatively well-known among people who followed European football. He had some Champions League uh, good performances. Arsenal was were monitoring him. Uh, I checked like transfer market for his value like this time last year. It's like uh, estimated like eight million. Oh my god. <laughs> um, is that, is that very... legit? I'm gonna fact Look check you on that. Yeah, go fact check me. Um, it's like eight, it's climbing between like eight and ten at this point last year. Um. He has a really good first part of this season. And start, you know, Fabrizio Romano starts to tweet about him that Arsenal are looking at him. Um, and that, you know, Arsenal are want to pay a certain amount, and Donetsk is balking in that figure, right? Um, and then talks are heating up around January. And Chelsea uh, Arsenal's getting closer. And then out of the blue, Chelsea the report comes out that Chelsea has agreed to pay a hundred million for him. Now he does have 18 goals and assists this year. Uh, however, he was playing in the Ukrainian league for Shakhtar Donetsk. I can't imagine that a war torn country who's fighting a global superpower has the best domestic league and that those stats are going to translate to the premier league. Now here's the thing. Arsenal, they don't, they don't, go into bidding wars with other teams. Look at what they did instead. They go and they find disgruntled, really good, proven Premier League player in Leandro Trossard, and they pay $27 million for him. It's incredible business by Arsenal. It's shocking by Chelsea. Even more so, and I'm just going to keep going, because they've already spent a lot of money on their attackers. They already paid an $11 million loan fee for Joao Felix. For him to play for half the season. I've never heard of anything like that. They were balking at a figure of 120 for Enzo Fernandez for the midfielder, a, a position that they desperately need to fill in. They have plenty of attackers. They've spent on plenty so far. And they just bought another one today for $35 million from PSV. Noni Madueke, another one. They have like 10 Ten guys who they've either brought in or are high profile who could be considered attackers. Where is this? Listen, I get it. Todd Bowley's rich, uh, uh, but I have just as a Chelsea fan, Kaufman. Like, is this what you guys want to see? Do you like this? Do you like Um, this? I think the the issue is that what they've had three coaches, three managers in in the last four years, and each manager comes in you know, with a promise from the ownership that they're going to be able to buy the players that they want. And so I think what you see is a lot of players on Chelsea right now that Graham Potter doesn't exactly think fits his system. And, you know, Tuchel 
Tuchel said it after Chelsea have had a bad run. He was like, you know, why do you think anything was going to change with letting me go? Was, you know, the players didn't change, just the manager did. So at the end of the day, you know, the manager can only can only work with what he has. And I guarantee you that Graham Potter did not come over and, you know, bully is like, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to work with, with what you got. Um, so I'm not surprised by it at all. I, I think that, yeah, it's insane sums of money that are pretty unfathomable that, you know, you can just continue to spend it. Um, but, you know, the Premier League is, what, probably the second most profitable league in the world, right behind the NFL in terms of sports leagues, if I had to guess. Um, so it's like the upside for signing these players, you know, I, I think for every single player that, that a big club brings in, they have like a finance team and economics team running an analysis to see the return on the investment they get. And then, so I guarantee you that all the money they're, they're spending is at least right now, you know, it's garbage in gar garbage out when it comes to the financial models, but from a Chelsea perspective, I bet it looks good. Yeah. I mean, I find it hard to believe that Potter came in and said, you know what? I've been watching a lot of uh, Shakhtar Donetsk recently. Can you go get me that Mudrik guy for 100 mil? <laughs> well, they've got scouts around the world, right? I mean, theoretically, you know, we're, we're all Wisconsin fans. Fickle, I mean, he, all of a sudden he comes in and Wisconsin has the best recruiting class in the Big Ten. You got got to have eyes everywhere. Yes, I get that. I, I get that you have to be opportunistic in the transfer market. I just question the amount of money that's being spent. And especially when it seems like those are very short-sighted decisions, ones yeah. that are sort of knee-jerk reactions to, oh, this club wants this guy. I have I have the more money. I'm just going to big dick them. He's going to play for me. Because by the way, and this is another part of the saga, before the transfer, Mikhail Mudrik wanted out of Shakhtar Donetsk really badly. He was posting on his social media pictures of like watching Arsenal games, yeah. <laughs> like literally, like this. This is my team right here. And then all of a sudden, like he's down to just like go to Chelsea, one of Arsenal's biggest rivals. I mean, it. I don't know. Something. Something seems fishy. I mean, I think the. I think he just got an insane sum of money. And he, Chelsea. I mean, they've been chasing a striker since. Yeah, since Diego Costa, or, yeah, Diego Costa left. So it's like, yeah, eventually, you know, it, one of these guys has to hit. They've spent they spent half a billion dollars on people that can kick the ball on one touch. I don't know what else. Are else you are you telling you me uh, thirty three year old Bombing is not the answer? That's right. That's right. I mean, I think that I, I feel bad for him because I'm I'm pretty sure he just came to play under Tuchel and then. He played like twenty minutes, and after the match, too, we got sacked. So, yeah, sorry, Pierre. Sorry, Pierre. You know, re reunite I, with his old Dortmund coach, the old guy. I don't, feel, I don't feel bad for Pierre. He did Arsenal pretty dirty. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, fair response. I just, I don't know. I mean, I, my. Jaws on the floor. I feel like every single time I'm expecting to see rumors about another team, and then it's just Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. So we'll see if it translates. Uh, but, what do you? Yeah. No, no, no. You go on. I was just gonna say, uh, 
what do you think about uh, Kai Havertz? Because I think he's he's a very controversial figure amongst Chelsea supporters. I think he's class. Um, he was like the top signing, top young talent when he moved to Chelsea. And, you know, I think with the changing of managers, changing of players around him, it's been tough. But, you know, he, he scored the winning goal in the Champions League final for us. He, I think that he's not a striker and they've been having to use him as a as a striker. I think he'd be better as, as a winger. You know, attacking mm. midfielder or something like that. Um, so I think they, he hasn't been used too great, but but I think he's a class player and and will be a a quality Premier League player, hopefully for Chelsea for the next decade. I hear you. I'm not sold. That's okay. I'm not sold, but I agree with you. I think he's been thrust into some difficult positions because of the injuries around him and the managers trying him out at different places and stuff. I do yeah. think that, you know, he's not a natural striker. He's either a winger or he's a number 10 um, playing yeah. in a more creative role. He's a silky German. He's a silky German, and he's got to be utilized as such, and he hasn't, so I get that. Uh, I will say Joao Felix looked great the other day before he got sent off. Yeah. He looked really good. Yeah. So I mean, talk about another, you know, at one point the best young player in the world or considered one of the best. Listen, um, if you if you're one of the best player, up and coming best players in the world, just don't go to Atletico Madrid. Just don't. If you're an attacker. Yeah. Yeah. I'll focus on attacking. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Marcel, as an outsider, do you have any? Do you have any thoughts on Chelsea's uh, transfer market deals? Do you think I'm being too harsh? No, not at all. I'm, you know, as a Liverpool fan, it's like we're, we're so persistent on not spending and not recklessly spending. It's it makes me envious of their position that they could just throw throw money. You know, what is reckless? Whether you know you want to call it that or not. I mean, you keep spending, just spending, 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 and hopefully something you know sticks and something you know operates, but. What kind of what you guys were alluding to? They have huge holes that I don't know why they haven't really addressed or why they don't really, you know, see the need. But I guess more attacking players could solve, you know, maybe short term. I, I don't know. And who knows? Maybe some of these players will get stripped off, you know, in a in a couple seasons, and they'll just take take a loss. Because at the end of the day, it's like listen, it's not our money. It's not you know, Coffin's money. Who who really cares? But yeah, it is a little. A little reckless, uh, to say the least. Um, don't say it's not my money, because at one point I was a Chelsea, Chelsea member. Oh, okay. I've given <laughs> the club, I've given the club many, many, many dollars to attend their matches, which they won. They, they almost the had to throw him out there when they had the injury problems recently. It's true. They were looking for a new right back. It's true. Um, been about as good as Aspilicueta right now. Yeah, he is not suited to be a right back. But I think nah, Marcel just, just old. I, yeah, he's just old. Legend though. I yes. I think good point. Like it's it's just as an outsider, it's it doesn't make any sense for how they can get this money. Yeah. And I get that it would be nice to be able to splash that cash, but then I think about Liverpool and we're a team who's who's never done that. I mean, we've made big like signings when we've been pretty sure. But for the most part, the transfer fees have hovered around like 30 to 40 million for right. first team players. Yeah. Um, and 
moreover, I mean, it, there's never really been knee-jerk reactions like these. Um, granted, we haven't had any uh, manager turnover in the last seven years under Klopp, but I don't know. Then I wonder about the other side of like, would I want Liverpool to do this? Would I want them to go out and spend, you know, 120 on Enzo Fernandez and 150 yeah. on Bellingham and like some clubs operate like that and some don't and that's kind of part of their identity and I think Liverpool while I think it'd be great to have those players they're obviously world class like part of the identity is being smart with your money and you know not sort of being an underdog on the global stage of fighting for you know the signatures of these players yeah they definitely have pushed their weight with regards to just like doing the best with what they have because we've underinvested in plenty of areas on the pitch. I mean, even look at the midfield. Yeah, we haven't really signed anybody in half a decade. Tiago, mm. like that's the only midfield signing that is just like, you know, a world-class, well-known midfield. They're not somebody, you know, who comes up in the ranks or whatever. You know, and then before that, what was it? Nabi Keita, who, you know, can't stand, Klopp. can't stay healthy, you know. And when he is healthy, Klopp doesn't play him. He rarely plays him. So it's, you know, it's a nightmare. And, you know, I'm reading things that maybe we'll extend this contract. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah, Nabi, I'd, I would definitely not want to. But you're right. I mean, the midfield's a massive issue. You're, you have Hendo, who's aging. You have Tiago, who's great, but he has his injury problems. You have Fabinho, who's clearly lost a step. Yeah, and then you have, and then you have, you know, your up and comers. So uh, Harvey Elliott, who is fine, but he's not nearly good enough to be playing. Not know, at all. Consistent top six, top four. Not at all. Uh, Curtis Jones, who has his injury problems, he's also not that good. Um, has shown promise, but he's not a starter. And then this kid no, by no. Bayetic, who right. I am kind of hyped about. Uh, he looks great. He's like a Fabinho yeah. replacement, hopefully. But right, I mean, you look at that midfield and the amount that's been invested in it compared to the other big six. It's lagging behind. And I mean, yeah. they made one signing in the summer. It was Arthur, Arthur on loan yeah. from Juventus. <laughs> Listen, but like yeah, nobody want nobody wants that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. My That's pretty goodness. much how it was. <laughs> it, it's you true. Nobody wants offload. him. Yeah. 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 It's it's been shocking. Uh, Fabinho's, you know, I just you like you said he lost a step. I don't know if it's something that like he's kind of struggling with injuries on and off, or he just looks off. He looks a little slower. I never. You know, was a big fan of Henderson. I think he's like a good complimentary, you know, midfielder in like a, you know, maybe when he's playing like as an eight, maybe. And it's just like, you know, he he's not somebody who you can rely on. And I, I watch I watch him a lot in games. He's never sprinting. He's always, you know, trying to take control. But it, it's not somebody you can build a midfield around. And yeah, and and like you said, by the way, I just this this needs to be said. And I don't know who needs to hear this. Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones, I mean, both of them, they're, they're cup players, okay? They they cannot be playing in, in the Premier League. Harvey Elliott is, I mean, if you look at him, how many touches he, he has every single time he touches the ball, he slows everything down. 
It's just like a, you know, it's a disaster every time. Jones, too, they don't really do anything. The cup players, they're not good enough. If you're another top six team, is Harvey Elliott or Curtis Jones ever getting in their midfield? I said that's no. And rightfully so. They're not, you know, they're not these like wonder kids. You know, it's not like some of these Barcelona, you know, wonder kids. They, they got it. They got to get off, you know, maybe play these cup games. Maybe if we're in a injury crisis like we are now, it's one thing. But we started Harvey Elliott against Manchester City when they came to Anfield. That, you know, that to me is a little ridiculous. And now he's even starting over Nobby. You know, I just, I don't know. It bothers me because he's not, he doesn't really do a lot in the games. And, you know, just something that certainly bothers me. I, yeah, and like you were mentioning, the, the midfield needs a needs a huge overhaul. I don't know. You know, this June thing, hopefully we're in some sort of position to splash the cash for him. But it, it, listen, I'm telling you right now, if we don't make the Champions League next year, it's not happening. We don't have the money for it. We're not going to spend the money for it. You know, and, and and we need another player. You know, Jude would be great, but we still are going to need another midfielder because – I don't even know who you would pair Jude with, maybe like Henderson and like, you know, Tiago or Fabinho, whatever. It still might, you know, not be good enough and, and lacking a little bit. We still, you know, don't really have a creative force in the midfield. Well said. The other thing is, if I'm Jude and you see this Liverpool team now and how they're playing, yeah. why why would you want to join them? Like yeah. you have, you could go to Real Madrid, you could go to Manchester City. Basically, any team in the world. Anywhere, yeah. In, you're would you be choose. upset if Chelsea got him? I would come over to D.C. and I would <laughs> slap you in the face. That's what I would do. I'd buy a round trip flight. Um, well, you should be coming to D.C. anyway. Um, but hopefully not for that reason. Well, I mean, it's, you know, while I'm there, I might as well get my money's worth. <laughs> Good uh, idea. Yeah, I... I am. I. I don't think Jude's gonna happen. I, I'm trying to be realistic. I. I get the rumors, and I get that he has. You know, he's a boys with Henderson, and they were running <laughs> around at the World Cup. Like, listen, listen. This. This is his fucking career you're talking about, and he, I. I don't think it's gonna be well. Like, I, I. I would be surprised if he chose Liverpool law clubs. Yeah, and I'd be surprised if we splashed the cash for him because he's gonna cost a pretty penny. Um. Yeah. All right, we got about five minutes left-ish, seven to five. Um, we got this Chelsea-Liverpool match on Saturday. Kaufman, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? 2-2 two, two draw. Okay. So even on points, what, Liverpool has a game in hand, match in hand. Um, yeah, right now Liverpool are ninth and Chelsea are tenth, and Liverpool have a game in hand. That is putrid. This is at Anfield, Girl. right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Two-two draw, one-one draw, something like that. Both. Uh, they'll just stay. It'll be a very mid game. Yeah. Marcel, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of disagree with Clough. I think it could be a, you know, considering the games at Anfield, I think it could be a, a fun, exciting match. Just like two teams who, you know, like you alluded to in the beginning, the battle of the mids. I guess. I mean, 
Listen, it, it all really depends what Liverpool we get because, you know, if it's the performance we did against Brighton where 13 minutes into the game, Brighton have 70% possession and Liverpool have, you know, 30, then, yeah, it could be a long day for Liverpool. But who knows? I mean, I, I want to be hopeful, but I don't know. I mean, maybe like a 2-1 or kind of what Coffin said, twos. Yeah. Potential. Liverpool likely getting Nunez back. Um, yeah. Oh, That's big for is, them. Which is a is huge big boost. For them? Yeah, you know it causes what? chaos. Oh, come on, Marcel. You hate him. I do not hate him. He's one of my favorite players on Liverpool. I Listen, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's very underrated. I get his finishings a little off now. But the amount of chances he creates is, is unbelievable. And when Liverpool are just playing kickball at times, because that's essentially what this midfield and what this team does, and just lobbing crosses in. I mean, I want, you know, Darwin, one of the fastest players in the Premiership, to, you know, latch on to these balls and hopefully, you know, like I said, cause chaos. Yeah. The guy's a fucking lunatic. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah his his finishing is bad, but that's because he's so crazy. I, I, I don't even want to, like, get inside of his head. He's a great player. He does a lot of really, really good things outside of finishing. And yeah. that's going to be something that comes. And when it does, everybody's going to be proven wrong. The internet loves to hate this guy. And yeah. it got up the the Holland Nunez comparison started immediately as soon as they both got signed oh, for come big on. money. They did. I they mean, did, as soon as they yeah. both got signed for, and it was not fair because you have Man City, who's the best team in the Prem. They have all the strength in the world to feed balls into the box. Like yeah. basically, it's easy for Holland. I mean, Darwin is playing with a really inferior team, like gets way worse service, and yet still somehow has managed a decent amount of goals despite being a meme on the internet after every single game. So I people are going to be proven wrong with this one. Marcel, I agree. I'm willing to die on that hill. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I'm a big fan, obviously. And, yeah, the, the memes are ridiculous. They're all so – you know, who who cares if we spent a lot of money? You know how much money Manchester City spent on Jack Grealish, who's just in the mud every time Almiron scores? Like, give me a break. Manchester United with Anthony. Like, come on. Sancho, who can't even make the bench now. Give me a break. Enough with the, you know, the amount of money spent. Who cares? He's a big player. Liverpool, it's not like they're spending that much money anyway on other players. Yeah. And he's gonna be good. Like he will yes, be good. He yes. will be. I worth think he already money. is good. I think he's a better finisher than what people give him credit for. Obviously, you know, there's been some bad misses. Whatever. I think he just needs to like settle down. The whole like start stop thing, especially between the World Cup, the red card he got early on, all these different competitions with different, not even formation, but just different like personnel. Like one second he's playing with Luis Diaz and Jotun, the other second he's playing with. You know, Harvey Elliott and some other, you know, wanker. It's just like, give me a break. Like, it, it's hard for him to adapt, and rightfully so. It'd be hard for anyone. Yeah. And he's scoring on your bum-ass team on Saturday. Oh, <laughs> guarantee. Um, really? Guarantee. Really. Really. All right. Uh, but, yeah, Liverpool coming off back-to-back losses. Got to get right in. Chelsea, it's a perfect yeah. get-right game, honestly. Uh, all right, we've got two minutes, two minutes left. Um, thank you both for joining. First of all, this has been an absolute pleasure. What a great way to kick off Chalk Fiver uh, on the eve of Chelsea Liverpool. I love it. Um, really quick, Arsenal, 
Are they going to win the league? No. Yeah, neither do I. I don't. I don't think so either. I mean, they Culture still have losing. It's not even that. I just think that they have some like tough games. I think people are so like riding off. You know, still the same things. Still City and some of these other. They got to play City twice. They got to come to Anfield and play. You know, they'll play United, Newcastle, some of these like bigger clubs. I think they'll drop points. I don't know. I could see them winning. Like you know, it, it maybe City left left off, but. I still, I still like Man City to to come off. Yeah, if I was a betting man, I think City okay. can recover five points. I think they win the league, but I value both of your opinions. Uh, does Newcastle make top four? Uh, I see Tottenham replacing them. Really, fourth? Yeah, mm. I think Tottenham. I, they've I, had a few, a few bad losses recently playing. Playing, you know, the big six. Um, and I think that, I mean, I don't know their schedule, but I imagine that it's easier the rest of the way. All right. And so I, I picture them picking picking up ground. Yeah. Uh, are Everton, Everton relegated? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm with Lampard no. as manager. Okay. All right. Mixed opinions. All right. That's it. Goodbye. Thank you. One time, Ari. Of course. All right, fellas. See you guys soon. Yeah.